This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey gang, it's Yasmin here. Before this episode starts, I just wanted to say on behalf of myself and Phil that um, we recorded these episodes way back before the coronavirus was even a thing. So we thought it was worth mentioning that because on a podcast about worry, it's kind of strange that we don't ever once mention a global pandemic. Anyway, we worried that if we didn't say it, that you'd worry that we weren't talking about it. So hope that makes sense and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm swallowing a mint. I'm swallowing the remnants uh, of a mint. Everyone... Calm down, she's just getting a mint into her. Uh, yeah. Hello and welcome to We Heart Worry. This is a podcast, a comedy podcast, about what we've been worrying about. I'm Yasmin Akram. I'm Philip Dunn. And welcome to We Heart Worry. Worry. We're professionals, as you can tell. As we've, you can tell. We've done this, um, oh, millions, millions of years. A few times, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was gonna go. Should we start this again? But let's not. Do you know why? Because this is what we're like, gang. Yeah, we're we're slop fest. We're slop fest. <laughs> but we we're here for the, the the great and good reason of here we go. That's yeah. a sentence. We want to help people. Yeah, basically, worrying is a really natural part of being a human being. Exactly. Um, but what we want to talk about are the worries that. You've had the worry and then maybe two days later you go, what was that about? What was that about? Yeah. Because it's gone into a place that's uh, maybe weird and wonderful. Yeah. And you're left questioning yourself going, did I actually worry about, how did I end up worrying about that thing? Because it's very, it's very natural to worry about like your health, mm-hmm. your loved ones, mm-hmm. your children, mm-hmm. your work. Yeah. That's fine. But when you're worried about things like, um, have I put last year's tax return in with my clothes yeah. donation to the charity bin that's when you kind of go right okay I just I'm going to press pause on that now yeah and maybe if we untangle it for ourselves we might be able to untangle it for other people yes and also I've always found personally in the past that mm-hmm. um, in the past if you can have a, a laugh at yeah. your worries yeah I'm not saying I'm taking the, the the piss no I didn't want to say that word but I'm not saying we're doing that but I, I found in the past that if you can um have a laugh at what you've been worrying about. Yeah. It takes the heat out of it and you just go, okay, actually, do you know what? It wasn't the catastrophe I was making it out to be. It's actually this funny thing that happened now. Do you know what it is? It's like if worry was a dinner, hmm. cutting it into the bite-sized chunks. Yeah. And just saying, this is more manageable than if I tried to put a whole steak in my face. Yes. Or doing that thing you did when you were a kid when you chopped up everything really small and you just mixed it into one big soup. Did you do that? And it became, or you'd make a big one big dinner pie out of your mashed potatoes and chicken and gravy and peas, and it just <laughs> that was, you, that's such an Irish dinner. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday <laughs> lunch, yeah. And you fashioned it into like a a disc shaped meal, and then you just <laughs> went at it with the fork, and it was very easily 
eaten mm-hmm. but a hot mess yeah well literally a hot mess yeah of of nutrition and goodness yeah I never really enjoyed food as a child because my mother could not cook okay and I didn't like bits which I called anything that was like mushed in together well, because that was a danger zone for her she needed to have the the you know very like mash veg Designated yeah. food zones, yeah, uh, yeah. In a place, yeah. and you don't want to push them into each other because you don't know, you don't know where it's gone wrong. That's okay. the thing. At least when you have them in their own zones, you can go. That mash is why is it that lumpy? Has she mm. not even bothered to, to run a fork through it? Meanwhile, the carrots are ten out of ten. The carrots are eleven out of ten. Okay, so yeah, okay, so. You, you, in your house, you kept everything clear by keeping everything separate. Yeah, because, you know, you just, you, you knew something was going to fail in a meal. You just needed to keep your eyes open going in. Like and a what, battleground. And then what to avoid. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to steer clear of them peas. Exactly. <laughs> it's still my motto to this day. <laughs> yes, steer clear steer, of peas. If in doubt, steer clear of them peas. <laughs> so what are we, what we're going to do is, I said, what are we going to do? And then what answered we, my own question. Yeah. We're going to um, each do a worry of the week. What we, mm. What's been going on in our minds, and then maybe offer some solutions. Just talk it through. Just try and make some logical sense out of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go first this week. This yeah. are this are um, oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just realised we're not breaking up the podcasts into different episodes, and then I just realised I tried to do that by that sentence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just this is going to be an interesting episode for anyone to listen to. So um congratulations. Yeah. This is the first time you're going to tune in. Bear with it. us. Yeah, we're getting there. So um yeah, will I start then doing my worry? Please do. Okay, so this week, um all right. This is just a shit show. I'll say that now, right? Okay, disclaimer. Um I decided a couple of weeks ago that I should get a full body checkup. From you know, a doctor. From a doctor. But like I was gonna pay for it. Okay. And it was Spenny. But I was like, I'm going to do it because, you know, I'm getting older and it's good to know if there's anything. Because I'm always convinced I'm going to die. Okay. I think like everything, every single day of my life, I say the word diabetes in my head. Oh. And it's because I'm half Pakistani. Right. Okay. Spoiler. And th- it's very prevalent in, oh. in Pakistani people to have diabetes. And I eat sugar like that. It's it's its last day on earth okay. and you have to get it all into yourself now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided that that would be a good thing to do. Get the health check, get it all, get it all sorted out. So I, I booked online. I went in. I won't say maybe I won't say what healthcare provider it was, but it's a well-known one. Okay. And so you, it's in two separate parts. You do the like blood work and urine and then you go and see the doctor for the lady bits, right? Okay. As soon as I get in the door, Phil, right? As soon as I get in the door, they say to me, we need to take a urine sample. Are you okay to do one now? I've oh. just had a pee. Ah, like, look, you missed that boat. But do yeah. I say, do you know what? I've just had a pee before I come in. Oh. I go, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can do it. Yeah, I'll do that, yeah. So take the container down to the toilet and I can't even, I can't even get a third of the way up that little jar. It's, it's sprinkles. There's, there's mere drops. It's me. It's just, it's desert. Okay. And instead of going, then, then I start going to myself, do I go back up to the counter with a little bit of pee in? Or do I say, do I empty the pee and say to them, listen, I was wrong. I just, I don't know why I said it. I already, I just did a pee before I came in. I shouldn't have said it was the right time. Yeah. Um, Or or, do I pee a bit and then fill the rest up with water? Or do I wait, because I pee an awful lot, do I wait? two minutes in here and, and hope for the best. Okay, yeah. But the thing is, you weren't to bring the urine sample back up to the counter, you were to put it in a little box in the toilet. Mm. Like on this little shelf. So then I was going, do I leave a note? <laughs> in the shelf? 
BGW. Um, <laughs> this, this I shouldn't this have, have said one. yes to this way. I shouldn't have said yes. So I was like, BGW, sorry about everything. Half of this is water. Uh, I've, I've, I've already left. <laughs> In case you wanted to take me to task. <laughs> I'm not going to do the assessment because I'm so embarrassed about this. So that's what I did first and foremost, right? Was thinking about doing the the the, the letter on top of the urine sample. Yeah. And I said, no. So I got, I got, I strained as much as I possibly could. Oh. I waited for a few other minutes and I got it like just under a third. Right? Okay. A thimble yeah. full of urine. Okay. But I thought if you're going to put like a Q-tip or something in there, you're going to get a good read on it. Mm. I was a little bit disappointed, I'll say, sidebar, because it, was a, it wasn't it was as as um, clear as it usually is because I drink a lot of water. Okay. I just had some, uh, like a latte and stuff, so okay. it was quite foggy. It was a coffee way. It was a coffee way. Mm. So I did that anyway, so that's where the, this is where it all starts to fall apart at this early stage. Mm. Then I go in, I get the blood done, get the weight done get the height done, mm. all that stuff. Beautiful, lovely, very young male nurse, mm-hmm. right? He's a he's a dote, as mm. we say in Ireland. And you got measured within an inch of your life. Listen, I know I'm five foot seven now. Oh, officially. And I said, I knew it. I've, I've been keeping my height a secret from myself for a very long time, but now it's to be clarified it's and fact. I know what it is. Yeah. So then he goes off. He says, I'm going to be back in like five minutes with the blood tests and the urine sample tested. Mm. I mean, God love me, God. He got he managed to work out what I gave him. Then he comes back and it was like X Factor then because he was just going, OK, we're going to go through everything and we're going to just say, whether you know, if it's good or bad. So then he went, you know, wait, good. You're in a normal okay. category. But then as soon as he said, wait, you're in a normal category, I said, so do I need to lose weight? And he said, no, no, no I've just said you're in a normal category. No, should I lose about half a stone? No. And he said, no, but if you want to, you can, but it's it's not really necessary. And I went, I just don't want to be overweight. No, but you were normal. I was normal, but I was so worried that that was a lie because I'm someone who's battled with my weight my entire life and always, I mean, even when I was a size eight, felt fat, you know, it's mm. just I've never had a moment. of So to see that I'm not, I'm not thin, but I'm not obese in any way made me go, well, that's a lie. So how much weight would you like me to lose? Just be honest. So, um, so he went straight there. I went straight there. And then he's going through my triglycerides and all that kind of other stuff going, you know, like your LDL and your HDL, which are your bad and your good cholesterol. Never heard them. Oh, Phil, it's a whole different world, right? So I think your LDL, your bad cholesterol is is like little, little cholesterols that are going around your arteries and they can like um, cause pile up in your artery and that mm. means it's it's harder for blood and stuff to get through. Okay. And then your good cholesterol, they're fluffy and they kind of go down your arteries and they clear everything away. Oh. So you want to have more good cholesterol than bad cholesterol and yes. I do, right? Oh, very good. So that was it. He said, good cholesterol, quite high, bad yeah. cholesterol, quite high, but they've evened each other out. Oh, excellent. So I was like, oh. then he says, uh, that's all great. Everything's checking out here. It's time to go into the lady doctor. So I went, okay. So into the lady doctor. And this is, this is, this is where it goes. I mean, that was all very tense and I was worrying my arse off. Mm. This is where it's, it's basically a new level of ridiculousness on my part. So we go in, we start talking about the usual things, vaginas, boobs mm. of the ladies. Yeah. And I said, I'd really like to get a breast check. And uh, while we're at it, let's get a smear done as well. Okay. So she's like, okay. So then she checks my boobs, which I've never had a breast check before. And I mm. should, at this stage of my life, I should have had mm. a breast check. So she's, you know, she's moving around. 
As soon as she says to me, you have to take off your bra, I go, Grant, take off my bra. First thing in my head, I've got hairy nipples. Oh, no. And I think, is she looking at my nipples thinking no. they they should have had a pluck? No. No. <laughs> she should have moved, gone around one of them with a tweezer no. before she came in here. No. So that's done. And she says, you look grand. Then, right, <laughs> then she's going down to the vagina, as, as is her want. Yeah. And she says to me, she says this sentence to me. I'm going to put one finger inside you just to see if there's, you know, what it's, what's going on. Yeah. So I hear the term, <laughs> one finger inside you. And I go, that's, that's, it's a bit sexy. That sounds like a sex, uh, like a sex thing to say. And then I thought, oh my God, she thinks I think this is sex. Now, no. Philippa, no, no, of course she doesn't. She's a hel- she's a professional yeah. woman who's just said this term and it's fine. In my head, because I, maybe I'm dirty, maybe there's something wrong with me, have linked, I'm going to put a finger inside you, with sex. I've assumed that she now thinks that I think that we're having sex. Oh, right. Yeah. So then to, to, to sidestep this, I decide to... <laughs> Put my hands behind my head. To make it all casual like. <laughs> to make it real chill. Yes, yes, yes. So she's so she's gonna go. Well, obviously she doesn't think this is sex. Because yeah. now I'm worried. I'm not worried about her and what she's thinking. I'm I'm no, I'm not worried that she thinks it's sex. I'm worried that she thinks I think it's sex. Yes. So when I have my hands behind my You're head. giving her the signal. Yeah. Hang on, don't worry. I'm not thinking that this, that you think that I think that this is sex. I am, I, look, I'm a woman on a day out just yeah. getting my bloods taken. And I'm so casual about it. I'm going to put the two hands behind the head and the two elbows out. Yeah, the he- elbows are out. I, I think I even did it. Oh, you know. <laughs> Just to get across how yeah. relaxed you and how casual this all was. It was basically a mini break for me. Yeah. That's what I was trying to put across. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then it ended and um, and then the smear test happened, which we all know if you've had a smear test done, it's just the... It's, oh, it's so it's, much fun. Oh. And then after I was leaving, said to myself, now that was weird. That was weird. Like, that's a weird, that's a weird reaction because all of that is, I don't know if it's like Catholic shame or guilt or something that I would immediately think that just because someone says the the sentence I'm going to put my finger inside you Mm. that I immediately go to sex and then um try and style it out in some like I mean is there there's not there's never a a good time to say to somebody I think you mean sex (laughs) was it that thing of like um like awkward scenario Mm mm-hmm so then you just make it awkward for your, more awkward for yourself in your own head by just in, kind of raising even more potentially awkward scenarios in your head. Yeah. I mean, I do that anyway. Mm. I, I won't go, oh, this is, it feels a little bit awkward and I should just leave it there in my mind. I, I'll just pile on more awkward. Let's see how what level of awkwardness I can bring this to in my own head. Yeah. I mean, it could have stopped at the urine sample. Yeah. And instead it just was like... Now I'm worried about my triglycerides. Now I, I keep asking, should I lose weight? Now I'm, you, you know, now I'm, it's then it's hairy nipples and then it's me basically acting like I'm on a beach towel in Ibiza while someone's finger is in oh. my area. Oh. That's, but also, that's not the correct reaction to someone putting their finger in China. 
is to put your hands behind your head, Phil. It's not. It's not. A picture that in your head. I am. No, I'm trying not to. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I should, I should say, don't picture that in your head. Don't picture me. Picture a different person. Yeah. And that. No, do you like mannequins? But I, I, I'm, I'm picturing, I'm picturing your, your face looking at the ceiling with the two hands <laughs> behind your back, and your, your eyes are like moving rapidly, going. Please stop making this awkward for yourself. Yeah. Please stop, because I know that's what I would say to myself. Yes. Just why don't you just, just like count to ten and try and. Wind it down a bit, and this doesn't have to be. You're you're making it worse for yourself. You're just making it worse for yourself. You're making it worse. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm. That's what I was doing. And then when I left, going, I thought, Jesus, that was that was absolutely unnecessary. Yeah, did it? I need to bring it there? Sounds like a classic, a classic moment, a classic anxious moment. Yeah, starting with the yeah, being handed. No, number one, the pressure's on. The minute you're handed that pee cup. Yeah, when I and and. Instead of looking after myself and going, mm, sorry, not today. Yeah, give me. I don't know, have it in me. Give me a glass of water and some time. Yeah, I said no. I can make this work. You put yourself under pressure the minute you walked in there. Yeah, yeah. And then it unraveled like a ball of yarn. It went away from you. So I don't know. Um, moving forward, yeah, <laughs> how I would approach. I mean, maybe. And this might be a question for any doctors out there. And if you have an answer, please send a, send us an email at uh, weheartworry at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, we've got an email address. Yeah, we check it all the time. <laughs> and uh, say, if I, w- okay, any doctors out there, if I were to say to you in that situation, God, it's very odd that you just said you're going to put your finger inside me. That sounds a bit like sex. Would you blush? Would you say, madam, that's inappropriate? Should I just not mention sex at all? When it comes to vaginas, or can we just not can we just not reference the fact that that is a a normal link to make in a mind? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's too many questions. Isn't it's it? It's a lot of questions in one there. Yeah, I would assume that that woman was just doing her job. Yeah. Uh, when I go into a scenario like that, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, don't make this. I I give myself the talk. Don't make this any weirder than you yeah. think it already is because. These people are professionals. Yeah. They've seen it all. They've seen so many vaginas. That's why I was probably her 18th vagina that day. Absolutely. It's just another another happenstance in her day. Means very little to her. She's gone about her business. Hairy nipples, I wouldn't even... That's just natural. That's just the way they go. That just happens. I'm glad because sometimes I think the world is pretending that they don't... Like everyone's pretending they don't get hair on their nipples. Excuse me. I get... Do you know what? I got hair on my shoulder. (laughs) I've got one hair that grows out of my scapula. Wait, where's the it's scapula? It's in my um, uh, collar bone. Oh, that's quite... Oh, yeah, and it's one of quite regal. It, it can get... Oh, yeah, well, it makes me conscious now sometimes when I'm wearing a top and I haven't checked in a while because it's a bit sporadic in growth. Sure. Sometimes I look at it, it'll be an inch an inch and a bit. And I go, <laughs> I need to fucking tend to that right now. Where's my tweezers? Yeah, or get it. if there's no tweezers, just thumb and forefinger. You, you give it a little... Oh, I'll give it a quick... <laughs> Quick pull. Sometimes I can't get a purchase on a hair with my thumb and my forefinger. Yeah, give them a good rub on your jeans. Oh, good. Wipe off the excess oils and then just go at it again. And then just get it out of there. Persist, yeah. And then sometimes I look at it and it won't be there at all. Yeah. But sometimes I do think like, so say if I was wearing, um, uh, not that I wear low cut tops, but more of an open necked top. I yeah, would be a scoop there, neck. Yeah. I'd be sitting there, I would talk to someone, <laughs> i go, is that hair there at the moment? Is it there? <laughs> Is it there? I should have checked. I should have checked before I left the house. I should have checked before I left. I, I need to monitor that monitor that more closely. And I need to actually probably set a, a bi-monthly alarm on my phone to check yeah. for that hair on your shoulder. I have a hair on my arm that I just cut today. 
So I'm okay. feeling quite smug because I can't even show it to you because I, I gave it a little. It's like coming out of a mole. Yeah. You never know what's good or bad or what, what you should do yeah, with that. I don't know. But I've had all my checks done, Phil, so I know I'm in tip top healthy form. Yeah, actually, did they give you the mole check? They gave me the mole. No, they didn't give me the mole check. Maybe that's the, that'll be the thing that's wrong. But I don't have diabetes. Okay. Which is great. Yeah. And also, um, the, the man. The lovely nurse man said to me, you obviously eat an awful lot of avocados and nuts and stuff because oh. you're, you're, you know, you've got a lot of like, I can't remember what it was. Healthy it, fats. Healthy fats. Hmm. I do in my hoop. But I said to him, I, so, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm wall to wall with them, Joe. I can't stop. I can't stop with the healthy it's fats. That's all I have in the press right now. I just need, and I, me, I, who lives on um, various different kinds of cereals, I wasn't going to advertise which ones, but. Yeah, so your body can lie for you. It's a great old friend. Mm. It's a great old partner in crime. Yet more smoke and mirrors in this, in this thing uh, that, yeah. that we call life. You really do, Phil. Um, so, so if you were to go back and get that that whole situation done again tomorrow, yeah. what would you say to yourself? I'd say it's absolutely normal and right for a healthcare professional to put their finger inside your vagina. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just be tense if you feel tense or just know that it's normal and she doesn't think that you think it like no one thinks that you think it's sex you think it is sex in a way because you've made that I made that connection in my mind Mm -hmm. fine doesn't mean it is sex (laughs) it was just a thought that's I'm sorry I just kind of felt like that was life advice for myself yeah yeah sometimes doesn't mean it's sex (laughs) when I'm going that that man touched me on the hand maybe he really likes me no, he just touched me on the hand. Doesn't mean it's sex. Yeah. So, um, so that yeah, that's that was mine this week, Phil. Yeah. And I and oh, I know sounds like a stressful situation where yeah, you 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 could potentially run away with yourself in your head. Oh yeah. Oh, I ran places. Yeah, yeah. I ran all night, but I then it's you, now at this stage of my life, I'm at a point where I don't. It doesn't run away f- with me for days and days. Oh yeah. Now yeah. I can just go. That's it's that's an odd reaction that I had. Isn't it amusing rather, mm. than, rather than in kind of like making it a shameful thing, which I did a lot of my life. I would do yeah. something stupid and then go, you're such a fucking idiot. Why did you fucking do that? Yeah, you gave yourself a chastising. Get yourself some gas and air and breathe deeply. We're talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina. In my head... I was saying, could you go and see if the anaesthetist is free? And what I was actually saying out loud was, help me! CD player doesn't work. I was like, I'm sorry! I'm a fucking CD player! Where's my playlist? That's one tour in every minute with me, Beth Murray. Available now from Great Big Owl. Help me! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Would you want to do moving into your worry of this week? Yes, this week... Mm -hmm. I touched on it there at the very, very start. Go on. And it didn't happen this week, but it I can foresee it happening sometime soon because there are two full bags of unused clothes sitting in my home office right now that I really need to discard, but I'm holding on to it because I have the same fear every time I go to throw old clothes in the big, you know, the big metal bins. Yes. The recycling bins with that that big drawer. Sometimes they've got um, cow print, print? on oh. the front of them. They did it, the one that was near me. For the one that you're recalling to your mind. Yes, has that, yeah, the, yeah, the image. The one near me, I think, is green. It's cla- it's classier than yeah. a cow print. I don't know. So so you've got two big bags in the in the home office. Also, P.S., congratulations, Phil, for having a home office. Oh, that's, that's, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to say how much gets done and doesn't get done in that house, but in that nice, room. It's nice to have the intention of it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when people around you go, oh, it's just up in the office. <laughs> You make yourself sound really sophisticated. Just go. I just have to tinker in my office for a bit. Oh, we, yeah, we have. Yeah, there's a desk. We have a desktop. I've never used the word desktop as so much as I have in this year. I've never used the word desktop because I always didn't know what it meant. I just computer. Doesn't computer yeah, work computer for everyone? On the top yeah. of your desk. Yeah. But anyway, this year I've started just to say, oh, we have a desktop in our home <gasps> office. And I don't know why I'm I don't know why I'm, I think it makes me feel like I'm grown up or something. Oh, but. you know, that's a very, very grown up sentence yeah. to say. Yeah. We have a desktop in our home, home office. office. I bandy that one around now when I need a bit of a, a bit of a boost. <laughs> and a drinks do. If you said that to me, I would, I'd, with my glass of champagne, turn, turn around to my friend and go, she's got a maid, Nigel. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got it made. Yeah, because if I was at that same drinks thing and I heard mm-hmm. someone saying, I've got a desktop in my home office, I'd make this noise. Mmm! <laughs> oh! Oh, no! How's that going for you? Mmm! <laughs> Impressed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is... Oh, yeah! Yeah! Look at that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, look, come on. It's all an act. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's, that's the best noise to make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sidebar, I'm not bringing it back to my worry too much, but that's not the noise you should make when someone says they're going to put their finger in your vagina. No. Oh, yeah. So, you know, when you're in a few years, when you're going to get your another checkup done, just don't make that noise. Don't confuse desktops and vaginas. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, oh, yeah. So, in this this home office, there are two full bags of clothes that I'm not wearing that need to be recycled. Mm -hmm. And they've been sitting there now for months. And the thing that's stopping me from recycling said vetements is that every time I go <laughs> to put these bloody clothes in the in the clothes bin, mm-hmm. I get this worry that I have somehow left something important mixed up within in the clothes themselves, like either pockets, down in a shoe, uh, wrapped up in a scarf, up the up the sleeve of a top. And the things that I imagine I've left in there range from, you know, my last six worth six months worth of bank statements to yeah. Um, you know, last year's tax return. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- sensitive information to do with not just maybe my, it doesn't have to be my financial situation, but it's just sensitive personal information that I don't want. Out there. The kind of stuff that you'd put in the shredder. 
Yeah. You know, and because actually the shredder is located close. In the home office, I also have a shredder. <laughs> I'm feeling so grown up. I have a shredder <laughs> near my desktop. And in between the shredder <laughs> and the desktop are these two said bags of clothes. Right? Yes. So, Which also hint that things are going very well. Oh, kind yeah. Um, and then I think maybe while I was moving from the desktop to the shredder, I put the sensitive information somehow in the in the bag. Look, and it, then the bag, and then it, so you put it into the bag, and not only did you put it into the bag, it made its way up a sleeve, up a sleeve, or it got folded into four, and it's in the pocket of a jeans. Look, <laughs> these are all thoughts that are very unhelpful, and they yes. are thoughts that I find very worrying. And they stop me from doing simple tasks like throwing out clothes that I don't need anymore. And I'm I'm rationally able to know that these are thoughts. These mm-hmm. are just thoughts. But it doesn't stop me from when we get to the clothes bin, you know, ideally you take that one big bag and you put it in that big metal mouth and you close the thing and buy. Yeah. Right, the clothes are gone. I stop there and I go, wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. And I've probably done this checking already at home. I've probably gone through all the legs of the trousers, the pockets, the sleeves at the tops, mm. the down into the shoes. I've done all this at home before yeah. I've packed the bag. But I have to do it again at the actual bin just in case I have missed anything. Sure. I've never found anything. Not even so much as a a, a sweet wrapper. But that's, that's the level of checking I've gone to. And yeah. I, I have that in my um, wealth of past experience to know like I am I do check things properly I don't overlook stuff mm. I've never had the scenario where I have actually left something important in an item of clothing or whatever but it still it just keeps happening yeah it's it's interesting because and I'm going to throw this out there Phil mm. um mm. it sounds like and I get this an awful lot so I'm just I'm saying this and this is how I feel in those kinds of situations it's almost like a mistrust of yourself absolutely and it's that thing of I did it only last night I was uh, putting the alarm on my phone mm. and I said it and went in and brushed my teeth and when I came back I thought to myself I haven't set that for the right time even though I said no I remember I remember yeah. putting it to seven yeah I remember that yeah so th- it's it's that weird thing that we do where we on one level know that we've checked or that you know you know that you've checked them before. You know that you're a checker. Yeah. And yet there's a thing in your head that goes, no, 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 I, I don't trust you. Yeah. We need to go through all of this. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will relate, relate to that. Yeah. yeah. Because we do, we do that all the time, don't we? Yeah. And I think it's also the moment a shred of doubt comes into your head, mm. you fully don't trust yourself at all. Yeah. So, you know, when you're certain about something, mm-hmm. I'm certain about that. I'm certain that's my birthday. That's fine. That's a fact. No doubt around, doubt about that. Yeah. But then you set your alarm and you go, did I? And the minute that that doubt jumps in, you go, ah, yeah. chances are. Yeah. Because I don't trust myself. Yes. I didn't do it right. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things now, if I was to help myself out and be kind of proactive about it, what would help is if I just... When it came to me dumping those clothes, I threw them in without giving them even a second's glance. Because chances are, here's here's the funny thing. This is the, the funny thing that always smacks me about the head after it's done. Yeah. The minute that thing is closed and you've walked away, you're on to the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's like there's a space, dinner? a space created and now something else will come in to yeah. just fill that up. Yeah. But it's 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 that thing of why do why do we do that though? Why do mm. we kind of go we say to ourselves in our head you're wrong mm. about something. But 
Equally, if we feel like we're right about something that's also bad, we'll go, you know, like my boyfriend hasn't texted me back. He's dead or he's cheating on me or something. Mm. I know that's true. And then about two hours out, he texts you and you just go, oh, okay, yeah, no, that was fine. But for those two hours, you're convinced that there's something wrong or, you know, even so you're, you're right in a bad way. And then you're 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 wrong in a good way. I don't know. I've I've lost I've lost myself here. I've lost myself. Basically, nothing's ever good. Nothing's ever good. Nothing's ever <laughs> nothing's ever right. But everything is wrong. And and all of the bad feelings of this is going to happen, or this has already happened, or I will fuck this up. It's just I, yeah. There. I think it's it's a series of negative thoughts that you can find yourself slipping into. Yeah. And once you're in those negative thoughts, the next negative thought comes along. Do you ever have a moment of of instead of doing the whole oh stop being such an idiot which is mm. what I do mm. having a moment of going no I think I think I've got this I think I know myself enough to know that I wouldn't leave a bank statement or, mm. or anything in so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a, a punt on myself in this situation mm. and if I'm wrong if I've thrown 20 bank statements in there mm. I can I'll, I'll hold my head up hold my head up hold my hands up and say yeah that was me and and we'll deal with it from from then on yeah but but yeah, I mean, I, think, I would never yeah. do that. I'm just throwing it out as an as an option. <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's a practice you is is helpful to get into. Yeah. Is one of, um, what's it? Cultivating trust in yourself. Yes. Instead of, because the more you you doubt yourself, and the more you do that checking, you you use that word there, checking. I would call it the same thing. That's a that's a classic safety seeking behavior. The more safety seeking behaviors you do, yeah, the more you doubt yourself. So it's it's a losing battle to keep doing all that checking anyway. Yeah. So. Best thing to do is just cultivate trust in oneself mm-hmm. and That's, one's ability to pack clothes into a bag it's, and then discard of them. And then then let them go. I, I just mm. thought of something interesting that might help you and other people. But I I remember I had a, a lot of trouble with binge eating and yeah. um, for many, many years, just like massive, like you couldn't leave me alone with a packet of biscuits mm. because I'd go to fucking town. Yeah, there's no such thing as one biscuit. There's that, there, no. There's the packet. That's how I count one biscuit is the packet. The packet. One biscuit. It's this one unit of biscuits. Yes. And I remember going to, and I have a massive respect, so I'm not in any way slagging off or putting down 12-step programs because they've saved the lives of so many people that I know. But I went to um, OA, over at Eaters Anonymous, and I remember sitting there and going, this is great, but there's something that's not working for me in this scenario. I don't know what it is. And I read this book by this woman called Janine Roth. It was called When Food is Love. Mm. And the way that she said it was, because when I was in OA, and it could have been the particular meeting that I was in, again, not slagging off OA in any way, people were saying things like, so I eat three meals a day and I don't, I can't have any sugar because that's a trigger for me. Mm. And I was kind of going, but, but not trusting myself around food is what has gotten me into the, like mistrust of myself is what's gotten me into this mess. Right. So what can I do to kind of, trust myself again Mm. so when I read the book she kind of said any kind of compulsive behavior is a moment where you're trying to get away from pain and what you're doing is whether that your your drug of choice is food or sex or whatever it might look like drugs you're 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 leaving your body in a moment to try and come back to it at a certain point so that you're you've basically sidestepped the bump of pain okay you've gone around it instead you've of gone around it, it. And, and also what happens then is that that bump of pain hasn't been um, kind of sorted yeah it hasn't mm. been, or been addressed and acknowledged so it's still in you and mm. it's still going to come up again whereas if you just see oh god I want to go over to the cupboard and I want to eat everything that's in in there mm. and more 
if you have those kinds of thoughts, sit down and feel your pain, which is mm. fucking horrible. Yeah. It's it, it's like, but it's like two minutes of absolute, oh God. And then suddenly it's just gone. And then the need to do that is gone. And mm. then the more that I did that, now I'm at a point where I can be at home and I can have biscuits in the cupboard and after a month I haven't eaten them. Mm. And it was learning to kind of say the, the food, the 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 the, the biscuits, the crisps, whatever, that's not the problem. The problem is that when I feel a trigger of not feeling good enough or whatever kind of pain it is, I leave my, I try to leave my body with food. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that, it just what you said, what we were just talking about there reminded me slightly of, of the mistrust of self and mm-hmm. how we learn to kind of come back to ourselves and say, because maybe, and I'm just offering it, Phil, you know, I'm not a certified doctor. I haven't put my finger in anyone's vagina, okay. so I can't offer any advice in that way. Okay. Um, but maybe there is an element of pain, but oh, like, like there's a discomfort in doing something absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, as you were talking about the, the, the sitting through the discomfort, that is exactly what I need to do. I just need to sit through the, the discomfort of throwing something away mm. without trying to resist the urge to check. Yeah. Sit through the discomfort, acknowledge the discomfort and then once it's done, chances are I'll go, yeah, it was it was uncomfortable there for 45 seconds and now where am I? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still here. It's all, nobody's died. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing because I think in parts of our brains, we do think we're going to die with, with certain, bit, you know, bits that come up and make us feel uncomfortable. I think you do. You've said this twice now. I know, yeah. It's, we, we, See, I, I don't care. If I, if I died, I'd miss you. That's fine. But I don't personally care if I die. <laughs> <laughs> if on your tombstone, I'd be like, don't care. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Never have. <laughs> That's in brackets. Oh, she was a fine one, that Philippa. So, I mean, I feel like um, maybe we should go into now. Look at me (laughs) curating the show. Um, Do we want to talk about things that we've been doing to make ourselves feel better about our anxiety this week? Sure. I'll I'll posit one. Yeah, go Queen. Uh, It's the summer months. Yes. Um, And I'm getting into gardening. (gasps) And I like, I have a few... Plants out the back now in pots and in the ground. Yes. Variety. Uh, <laughs> and I just bloody love getting up in the morning and checking on them. Really? And, just, and I spend ages just looking at them. And then I, I kind of do a mental check of, oh, that, that's grown overnight. Or that got nibbled away by something there. I need to maybe A put. slug. Um, yeah. The slugs were out. Um, and then I also pay attention to the rain in the night, which means like, did I have to, does that mean I have to water them more or less? You know, and it kind of just it gives me a a nice little focus, a little project. Yeah. Outside of the house that takes me away from the desktop. (laughs) Is that in your um, home? It's in my home office. Um, (laughs) So and actually from my home office, I can look out and see a few flowers at the front. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, It's got a view. It does. It's got a vista. It's got a vista of a tree and some outdoor plants. But like the, the real magic is happening out the back. Oh, so that's a sentence. Yeah. Um, so I love. <laughs> Sorry, I told you I'm a dirty mind. So I leave the home office and I'll venture out. It's a nice little 10 minute break. Go out, check the plants, mm-hmm. have a chat with them, see what's happening. Is the honeysuckle growing up the, the pole yet? What are the aphids doing on that on that dahlia there? 
It's yeah. lovely. I, I have a hydrangea that I'm currently obsessed with. Sorry, that's two number of hydrangeas that I'm currently obsessed with. Really? Uh, yeah, because I have a hydrangea that went in last year, got planted last year, and I thought it had died. Oh. But it's making an epic comeback. <gasps> a lovely reminder of the renewal of nature and that just nature is the business. Oh. Um, I'm trying to think what it would be like as a person. Like, who's had a massive comeback recently? Um... I don't know much about pop culture at the moment. No, neither do I. So nothing to offer. I kind of go, Barry Manilow? No, no. <laughs> Barry? No. I don't know what he, you know. And then I have a mystery hydrangea mm-hmm. that I bought from a charity shop last year for £2. Was uh, it labelled mystery hydrangea? No, I didn't even know it was fully hydrangea. I kind of had a hunch. Yeah. So I went into the woman behind the counter and I said, uh, Hi, that thing out the front there, is that a hydrangea? All there was was green leaves, right? And she said, yeah, 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 yeah. In the same kind of way you'd go. Uh, Whatever. Just, it doesn't matter. It's two pounds. Just buy it. So I went, that's what I said to myself. It doesn't matter. It's two pounds. Just buy it. So I bought it. Two pounds. I'm glad now to say it's three times the size it was from when I purchased it last year. Wow. I thought it wouldn't. I would thought, apologies if this is boring anyone, but I'm getting a kick out of it. I know. It's your, your it, this is your safe space. Do my eyes look alive? Yeah, do you know what? You <laughs> you seem really sparkly. I am. Because I thought this I thought this thing wasn't going to flower this year at all. It's got three mini buds appearing. And that's gonna be my jam now over the next six to eight weeks, monitoring that and to see like what colour it'll be when it, the flower comes out. No, it's a do you know I think gardening um a lot of the time has um goes hand in hand with self care. Because oh, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. the ability to care for other things, I think. Uh-huh. knocks on to the, your ability to care for yourself. Yeah, yeah. It cultivates a kind of a, a sympathetic, loving approach to things. Yeah. It's a goodwill thing. I have all the goodwill in the world for my plants. Yeah. And I think it's transferring onto me yeah, in no, a I weird think, way. Yeah. No, I, I, I believe that. I yeah. think that would be really... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's And your, yeah. also... What? Well, they've, I, think, I think they've always said that, like, um, gardening is a good like physical way to get you out of your head. Mm-hmm. So anything that gets you into your body, using your body and takes you away from your thoughts. That's good. Yes. But I also read recently, now this could be early days, so don't quote me on this and I don't know how exactly, I should have even Googled it before I say this, but they were saying also that there's something to do with if you work with soil. Right. There's bacteria in the soil that could actually be a part of this good, healthy gut bacteria. And once oh. you've got the, you know, the link between the good gut and the, the, the mind. mind. Yes, it's yeah. your second brain, isn't it? Yeah. As I said, probably early days on that. But I'm going to I'm going to keep observing any news that might ar- arise out of that. Oh. Now, I don't do much hand in soil stuff at all. I'm a watering <laughs> can and a looking kind of yeah. gardener. A, a, a hand on the hip. Yeah. Looking out, surveying, yeah. surveying the beauty. And I wish I could do this body language over the air, but that thing where, you know, where you bend over and you put your two hands on, on the tops of your knees and you kind of just you stare at something for ages. You just, you, you, you're <laughs> kind of half bent over and you're just looking at things. Yeah. Enjoying them. And then when you stand back up, you go, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little, oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's gonna. Yeah. That's Phil. Yeah. That's living. That's working for me now. Yeah. And you? Me, um, quite, quite similar. Um, mm. kids, which are oh. which are the plants of the human world. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, my two uh, best friends. They're respective kids. Yeah. One six. One is nineteen months old. Mm. They're just blowing my mind, uh, and they're just a bundle of fun. Yeah. And the things that they come out with are just, and especially. The six-year-old is coming out with some real nuggets. Like, we've had some talks cool. about gravity, death. Oh, 
and other things like that. So mm. he's just amazing. And then the the little one, she is just laughing at everything Brilliant. and she's cuddling and she's, you know, so it's, so that's, I think sometimes when I get really in my own head and mm. I get a little bit down and I feel like the world is maybe a cruel place, being around a child, especially a child who loves you and knows you, yeah. they're just these oceans of love yeah. and just, they have no problem expressing themselves and just being so, just being so loving and so okay with being loving, mm. it just, yeah, it blows my mind because I just the go, crack, you have the, the crack. crack with them. And oh. the busyness of being around them really gets you out of your head. Yes. Because you, you just don't have time to think. Yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just, they're just in, I mean, I know it's like a real actory thing to say, but they're in the moment. <laughs> yeah. They're just in the moment. They're in the moment. They're in the moment. Which makes you be in the moment. Exactly. It, it takes you out of all that. And sometimes I, I I was babysitting the six-year-old and there was a moment where he was getting into bed and he was, you know, chatting to me. And I got a little bit like, oh, you know, should I be doing something? I've got that email to send. And went, oh God, no, I, there's going to be a time where he doesn't want to tell me about his day mm. and he doesn't, he's just not going to be remotely interested. Mm. And so I've got to just, the email is not important. He's really excited about having me babysit for him and, that's not going to last forever, is it? No. I mean, it'd be weird if he was 16 and I was still trying to babysit him. Yeah. Some people would talk. Yeah. All the people would talk. Um, yeah. So that's that's it then. That's it yeah. for this episode. Thanks for joining us. I feel like I want to apologise and say that I feel like I was a little bit all over the shop in this episode. It took me a while to, to warm into it. And then I felt like I was in a bath of um, comfort and joy and tidings of comfort and joy. But... <laughs> But I just want to say that now. Just want to. That's fine. It's a safe space, isn't safe it? Safe space. Um, if you want to email us in about to your safe worry, space. to the safe space, and just say, "Oh, I have this worry," um, it's as we've said earlier on the show. It's weheartworry at gmail dot com. W e h e a r t w o r r y at gmail dot com. Thanks very much for joining us, gang. If you want to talk to us, do that. Email in, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Bye. Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts? Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.